everybody. Welcome to Kame House Party. I'm Aaron. And I'm Vince. It's a podcast where we attempt to watch every episode and iteration of Dragon Ball that has ever existed, and then we get together our microphones to talk about what we watched in a fun and comedic manner. Uh, comedy includes improv. Hoi hoi. Uh, bits. Aha. Unwritten skits, which some might call a different form of improv, but... Those are two different words, so clearly different things. Indeed. All in all, it's a fun time, a party, some might say. Uh, and just like any party, uh, there's cheering in the background, but they also have to get ready for the party. So calm your cheers. Uh, belay your jeers. <laughs> I said belay. Oh. Uh, because we have to get ready for the podcast, a little thing we like to call Kame Housekeeping, gets you ready to enjoy the discussion ahead. And the first part of Kame Housekeeping is the world-famous one-minute roundup. So you're, you're, you're actually telling me that if I get stuck in the desert, that I could cut a hole in a cactus, that prickly thing, and get water out of it? You must be telling me a fib or something. That ain't happening. Spiky things never have water in them. That's a that's a that's a goddamn lie. You're a goddamn liar, and that makes me angry. You're a liar, Dad. That's what I learned in in Western Boy Scouts. Why are you yelling at me? I'm yelling at you because you <laughs> you go off to that Western Boy Scouts in town, mm-hmm. and they tell you all kinds of things that that make you sheep make shanks, you, huh? Sheep shanks. Oh. Uh, square knots. What? Huh? How do I think I got? I bridled your horse. What? I I just thought the horse had done did it did it herself. I thought that horse finally shaped up. I broke that horse, and then I said, and then I said, here, you you put the bridle on horse, and I left all the ropes and stuff, and I said, saddle yourself, because that's and then how the, the horse west- ran off. And uh, I, using my horse training from Western Boy Scouts, I brought the horse back. Taught it, taught it a few show tricks, and then I, I used my knot knowledge to tie it up. And you're not recognizing me and my and the work I put in. Well, well, why should I? I'm the one who's who, who. I'm your son, huh? First of all, right? Oh, well, I built I built this house without your help, didn't I? You got a roof over your well, head because of me, did don't you? You put two pieces of wood. Together in an A shape and said, done. Wiped your hands like this. And then I got drunk. I got drunk and and I said, welcome to your foyer, son. Welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Ah! And scene. Welcome to the foyer is, well, that's our new album, I guess. Yeah, that's, that's the new album. Ooh, yeah. Welcome to the foyer. Look, what was that nonsense, you might be wondering? Well, before we do the one-minute roundup proper, we have an improvised western theme improv scene to loosen or tighten our improv muscles. I don't know what's good for muscles to do. <laughs> um, but that's, after that, we go into the one-minute roundup proper, which is where one of us, this time Vince, has to describe everything that has happened in Dragon Ball thus far uh, in under a minute. And we do this so you don't have to go back and watch old Dragon Ball episodes if you don't want to. You don't have to listen to our old episodes if you don't want to. But I wish you'd want to. I'm, I want you to do the dishes. I, I don't want you to just do them. 
<laughs> I want you to listen to the podcast because you want to do it. So if you're just joining us now, if this is your first episode, you're confused, but it all will be revealed here shortly by Vince. Vince, are you ready for the roundup? I am ready for the roundup in three, two, one. So there's seven magic dragon balls. You collect them all. You can make a wish for anything in the world. Goku, he's a little boy. He meets Bulma, who's, a little, who's younger at the time. They go on an adventure. They fight Emperor Pilaf, run into the Rebellion Army, stop Emperor Pilaf from uh, taking over the world with the dragon balls. Oolong wishes for uh, the uh, panties, and he, he's a shapeshifter. Goku meets a lot of friends along the way. He fights Master Roshi. Uh, he becomes his master. Krillin, in the first Tenkaichi tournament, then along the way, he runs into some other people like Tien and Yamcha, and then they fight in the second Tenkaichi tournament. Uh, Goku comes in uh, second to Tien Shinhan. Uh, along the way, he beats the Red Ribbon Army and gets his four-star Dragon Ball from his dad. I mean, not his dad, his Go- Grandpa Gohan, who he also fights as a, as a, a paranormal fighter um, uh, after he met <coughs> Forza Teller Baba. Uh, now it's like uh, five years later, and Goku is an adult and he's got a son, and Goku's dead. He's in Otherworld while he's trying to get to King Kai. He's running on Snake Wave while uh, his arch rival Piccolo trains his son by leaving him out in the open. And then Krillin can't tell Chi Chi that Goku's dead, and Chi Chi is mad and she's trying to figure it out. Yeah. Woo. That's it. I, I would say miss some parts. I did miss some parts. So I, I can't give you the 100%, oh. but, but uh, you did hit a lot of uh, the recent events, which I think is important for our upcoming discussion. So the last part of Kame Housekeeping is to let you find folk know that Vince and I, we watched two different versions of the episode. I watched the English subtitled version. Vince watches the English dubbed version. And we started this because we're bad at planning. Look, it was a mistake, but it turned into a disaster piece because there's so many fun things to compare and contrast with our two versions. And the first thing is usually the title. And Vince, if you would please give me your lame title first. <laughs> I assume. <laughs> well, you can judge you can judge this one for yourself. They have been lame in the past. This one may be a bit of a redemption. Here we go. Dragon Ball Z, Episode 8. Gohan Goes Bananas. <laughs> huh? Got a chuckle. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. You stepping it up. Yeah. <laughs> it's better than the nondescript oh, titles those, we've been getting. Those boring two-word titles. Yeah. Daytime. <laughs> Interior. <laughs> That's... Pretty good. Mine is, cr- of course, as you as per usual for Z, uh, for the subtitle titles, they're a little crazy. There's a lot of info, but I I might like yours better. L- l- let's see how let's see how it tries on. This would be a first. So for Dragon Ball Z episode eight, the subtitle title is a great transformation on a moonlit night. The secret of Gohan's power. That's so long. I like yours better, man. Yeah, I, I gotta it's give more it more fun. I gotta give it to the dub. Ooh! Whenever anybody can go B A N A N A S, that's a win for me. It is that shit. Mm-hmm. That's my. That's my. Vince, oh. whenever you have to spell banana, do you think about the Gwen Stefani song mm-hmm. as a mnemonic device? It's impossible at this point. My brain is filled with it. If you are at a certain age, I think that that's just something that we can all. Especially this election year. I think we can all come together. Yeah. We need to think about Gwen Stefani when we're trying to spell bananas. B-A-N-A-N again. That shit is bananas. All right. I mean, Vince, our shit 
is getting into this episode. Uh, we get a quick recap to show that Gohan is still very trapped and still very crying. This He's crying in his sleep. I'm glad you mentioned that. That is the saddest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I just... How dehydrated is he, though? Right? How can, There's no room for it. <laughs> At that altitude, too. He's got to be dried out like a raisin. Ah, he's just crying solids. It's just crystalline. Yeah, that was that was the most, like, to start the episode showing us a very disturbing image of a child. Eyes closed, sleeping, with tears streaming down his face. Oh, it's terrible. Absolutely terrible. But let's... So let's not dwell on it, because we were back at the the Sun residence. Mm-hmm. No. So Chi-Chi's doing dishes, being mad about Goku not being there, because he's dead. She so mad that she breaks these dishes as she's washing them. And there is a wastebasket, and it is full of broken dishes. How many dishes do they have? They've got to have a lot. Goku loves to eat and stack his bowls, so Chi-Chi's got to keep that kitchen stock like it's a five-star restaurant with, <laughs> with fancy uh, dishware. I, I mean, look. She goes to the restaurant supply store. Exactly. Oh, have you ever been to a restaurant supply store? It's it's overwhelming. It is. <laughs> like, the, the range of things that you can buy there, uh, the amounts that you can buy things there, it's like, oh, do you need, like, 7,000 straws, you can go buy 7,000 straws for 80 bucks. <laughs> You're, if you need a craft project for your second grade class, mm-hmm. that's where you go. Secret hack. Don't say that Kame House Party never told you where to get your supplies on the cheap. But yeah, she's, I, I thought this was kind of, it was a funny bit, her breaking plates out of anger. I love that bit. For all of the less than stellar characterizations of Chi-Chi, that we've run into, like her being, you know, putting her in the position of being like a, a, a nagging wife and all that kind of stuff, which I don't agree with. I think she's trying to do best by her son, realizing that her husband is a terrible influence on a child that needs an education. He's a dumb loser. Yeah, he's a dumb loser that likes to fight a lot. I, I don't blame her for wanting her son to do the absolute opposite. So you're OK, Vince. We are we're in the future. Yeah. OK, I'm there. Okay, great. I'm glad our time machines work. Um, you you have a daughter, a beautiful daughter. She brings home someone, and the way she describes to someone is they're a big idiot, they're really good at fighting, and they beat up a bunch of people. Not for a living. Well, sometimes for a living. But then the money they made off this, they just spent on groceries. <laughs> Discuss. Daughter of mine. Um yes. Daddy Vince. Vince Daddy. The Daddy Vince. <laughs> I told you. The great comedic effect. I hate it. I hate it a lot. <laughs> uh, I don't think I would feel safe, daughter of mine, bringing in a, a violent simpleton into my fragile home. I, I ask you, how did you meet this person? Was it on a app? Perhaps Hinge or uh, whatever they have now. So remember when I was 10? <laughs> yes, and I set you off on that adventure. <laughs> mm-hmm, I played in the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, this person, if I'm remembering correctly, they saved me from a dinosaur. And then I rode on their cloud. And then he uh, touched me, yada, yada, yada. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He got, he got you high, and then he touched you? Sorry, them, them. Married them. Sorry, they got you high and then touched you? 
uh, physically high, where they have a flying cloud. I mean, it's the future. I guess that's mm-hmm. normal, right? Segways now fly. Everything flies. Clouds can fly. Yep. I, I'm just going to uh, say, uh, I would hope that you would try to bring home someone, anyone, who has a future ahead of them that doesn't involve CTE. Let's just say that, huh? Or perhaps multiple restraining orders or assault charges. How about that, huh? They're somehow above the law. <laughs> All right. Somehow I, 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 Earth I laws ve- don't apply am, to them. I am Daddy Vince vetoing this entire thing. Aww. I am pulling you out of... Wait, what? where do you go? Where do, what school do you go to? Uh, Dickerson. <laughs> that, that's right. Dickerson College. You're out. You're out of the fighting program. Oh. Aw, oh, dang. Don't you use that language in front of me. Aw, oh, shit. Thank and you. And the shit is bananas. B-A-N-A-N again. <laughs> and scene. I think we've proven our point. Am I a bad father? Sorry. <laughs> well, first first end simulation. Alright. <laughs> end time travel. Um I think that I think there's cause for concern. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you also don't want to push. Right. Too hard. And I'm going to be honest, that wild-haired scientist keeps telling me that there's something wrong with my kids. <laughs> God, he, he comes around a lot. Yeah, he's always just like popping in, kicking in my door. In his garbage car? Yeah, it, smell, it smells like a waste bin. He says he's like a physicist. Why does he need a lab coat? Right. It seems like that would get in the way when you're out in the field. That just seems like maybe he needs a coat. Mm-hmm. A duster, even. We got any old <laughs> uh, hat for the sun? <laughs> a comb for the hair? Speaking of hats, Chi-Chi's doing the dishes while the men sleep, which I hate. <laughs> um, really, you're not just going to sip coffee, have a nice conversation? Guess not. Ox King's bedtime is like 8 p.m., but in the guest room is Ox King in pajamas, in a nightcap, snoring. It is delightful. Next to him... In a trains, planes, and automobiles type situation, Krillin, who can't sleep, um, is sort of debating what, what he should do. And then the size of the best course of action is, yep, no point in telling them now, better dip. Krillin is just really, what, like, what's the word for being, uh, I mean, it's rude. At, at the base level, that is so rude. It's <laughs> For someone who man. fed you, gave you a... a a roof to sleep under, and a, and, a, and a king to sleep next to. Yeah. I have avoided some things in my life. I am very, I am non-confrontational. So if you want to, so muggers out there, feel free, I guess. Uh, I'm an easy pick. But man, this is some next level stuff. Yeah. Of, of avoidance. This is sitcom level avoidance maneuvers. Did the Ox King have some fun dreams? That while he was talking in his sleep. He was talking in his sleep because he, he was talking about like, oh, good, you're up. And then, yeah, I, I forget everything after that. But I think you probably have a little bit more since you brought it up. Mm, perhaps. Um, you know, what do you when you when you're a proud grandfather, what do you dream about? Of course, your son-in-law. Uh, and you're dreaming about offering him some barbecued elephant saying there's plenty of it. And you can start. Quote, this is a quote. You can start by gnawing on its head. <laughs> Aaron, is Ox King a problem? Is he becoming a problem? 
I, I, I see there are two ways to approach this. There's the dentist trophy hunter way. Right. I guess I could counterpoint, we're not on Earth, we're on Pangea world. <laughs> so maybe elephants are heard, maybe they're plentiful. Yeah, yeah, maybe it's... Uh, I'm hoping. I, I, I Fine, I'll suspend my disbelief. <laughs> I'll give this Ox King guy another chance. He has murdered for gold, but <laughs> maybe when it comes to animals, he's a good guy. <laughs> Those two correlate, right? Yeah, yeah. The rich and an empathy towards animals. That, it's either that or he is a straight up psychopath. <laughs> the Freudian outlook of it, though, mm. which you would, which you can correct me if I'm if I'm in the ballpark. I'm pushing um, my glasses up the bridge of my nose. Uh, mm-hmm. I see the cardigans on. It's dapper as always. Thank you. You're balding somehow. But I won't. I will. I won't get into that. Um, it comes with a sweater vest. <laughs> Cardigan. Time out on the bit. Um, cardigan sweater vest is a very powerful move, <laughs> and if you could pull it off, you've reached like oh. you've reached Super Saiyan Dad. I feel yes. like. <laughs> Super Saiyan Dad or Super Saiyan Tenure. <laughs> Well, the the jacket completes it. Oh, yeah. You got to get the elbow pad jacket. He's dreaming of an elephant that he wants Goku to gnaw on. Elephants have trunks, Mm -hmm. which can symbolize certain appendages, I think. Ah. Ah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Does he have feelings for Goku that he's processing? (gasps) Oh, no. Ox King. I say follow your passions. <laughs> I mean, yeah, break up a marriage. <laughs> Ox King, the homewrecker. <laughs> he wrecked a castle, now he'll wreck your home. But also dreams don't mean shit. It's uh, true. On top of that, they mean stuff, but they also don't mean anything. Dreams. They mean what you want them to mean. It's daytime now. It's morning. Krillin's driving off again, being a coward. It's also Gohan's time to wake up. He's very peaceful when he wakes up. And then there's this dramatic camera move as he realizes that he is still on top of a mountain. And then he just cries immediately. Yep. Vince, I love Dragon Ball, but I want to get past Crying Gohan. I know. So fast. Crying Gohan is, it's it's brutal on the ears. It is grating. And I don't know how Piccolo stands for it because he's been there all night, right? That's Mm -hmm. the implication? He's been floating there all night long. Now, folks, this is a good time to tell you new listeners that we don't do research. We can't stand this stuff. I break out in hives. I I start feeling like an elitist when I do research. (laughs) Vince has class reasons why he doesn't do research. Yeah, I do it for class reasons. He, (laughs) Gutenberg Press, the worst idea in history. (laughs) So you could, maybe someone, maybe a, a... Maybe a more elitist listener out there can tell us, do Namekians sleep? Do they require this function? Mm, That is a good question. Did he just sleep hovering, which I'm not opposed. That's probably cooler. Yeah, I'm down with Piccolo sleeps in the air. Oh, what I wouldn't give to sleep in the air. To just, to literally and figuratively drift off to sleep. It's making me yawn. (laughs) Oh, boy. I would be terrified to go to space, but man, it'd be fun to go to space. I that <laughs> just float around. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would get like an extra inch taller for being in space. Uh, we we'd all we'd all get extra inches. 
I can't wait to lose that bone density. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be a bird. <laughs> I finally get to be the ostrich I was born to be. <laughs> Space Vince can't do experiments. <laughs> ostrich. <laughs> How I tricked NASA into letting me become an ostrich on the International Space Station. So we're back at the Kami house. Krillin is telling everyone how he wussed out. Uh, Ro- and they're trying to figure out a way to tell him. Uh, Roshi suggests that they write them a letter. <laughs> the coward's way. It's so... A, de- a dear Chi-Chi letter. F- first, we got to build a locker for Chi-Chi. Exactly. <laughs> build a locker outside of her home. <laughs> and we got to figure out her class schedule. <laughs> and then when she's not there, you leave it in the locker. We we, uh, we kid because we've all, I've done it at least multiple times. It's the only way to ask somebody out on a date, dance, cotillion, uh, to, uh, to lunch. Here's the effect of it because I don't remember this person's name. But I want to say this was seventh, yes, it was seventh grade. And my crush for that year, I had talked to not at all. As middle, as middle schoolers do. Maybe it's different now. And I wrote them, but like I finally got the nerve to write them a note that wasn't let's go out. It was just a confession of love. And I used the L word like 20 fucking times. Oh, gosh. And if, I'm, and if I'm not mistaken, I believe one of the lines was, I would die for you. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, boy. Vince, can you guess whether or not I started dating this person or not? I'm assuming that you guys had a long historic relationship that ended in tragedy. I mean, tragedy, the ending, yes. I don't think we talked except outside of what was needed for class after that point. And several people knew about this. And several people tried to cheer me up. Oh, boy. People I did not know well. Which is always horrible. Yeah. <laughs> so don't send a note is what I'm going to say. <laughs> or send a better one than mine, please. Don't don't say love when you're, uh, what, 13? I'm proud of 13-year-old Aaron fully expressing that emotion. Because uh, for me, it was just like, is it like or is it like-like? <laughs> like when you like-like somebody, that's big. It's big. That's Nobody serious. It's serious stuff. That's the kind of shit you tell your best friend about. Like I like like somebody, and then they go off. They go off, and they they if they're your best friend, they do recon. You guys get together at recess, <laughs> do intel breakdowns. What movies are coming up? How do you get them to the movie? <laughs> How is it not weird? So Bulma, she's working on the scouter, getting it converted so that it reads out in English um, and not saying, I guess. And I I I love this part because. Bulma's like, all right, let's test it out. She scans Roshi. His power level is 139. Mm-hmm. Uh, which not is bad. Not bad for an old man. Krillin's 205. And then uh, Roshi's like, that, it must be broken. And Krillin is very quick to be like, I guess Master Roshi's right. I was like, Krillin, <laughs> you've outtrained this man multiple times over at this point. Wait, wait, wait. In, so you're saying in yours, Krillin doubted was the one. He was the doubting Thomas. Krillin was the doubting Thomas. Nope. Oh, who is the Doubting Thomas? Krillin, it's Roshi. Krillin is so excited. Krillin is so excited that he has surpassed Master Roshi. And Roshi's like, are you sure? It's probably broken. Uh, 
I mean, look at uh, look at this guy. Well, that that was kind of it. Like Krillin got excited. He goes, "Oh, I'm stronger than you, Master." And then he's like, "I don't know." And then Krillin was very quickly being like, "I guess you're right. <laughs> I guess I can't be stronger than you." <laughs> and then the the piece de resistance, the turtle sized cherry on the top of the scene, is when she calibrates it with turtle. <laughs> whose power level is 0. 0.01. And she's like, all right, Turtle, put up a fighting stance, and he puts his fins up. <laughs> they ruined the joke. Oh, what? The 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 fins up in a karate pose was, were, was unprovoked. Oh, that was just Turtle's choice? Yes, which is much better than Bulma. Telling Turtle, get in your fighting stance. This one, just go, just have fun with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Turtle, just do a couple. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. Uh, this one, my flipper's under my chin, and I call this beautiful bemused. <laughs> What's my power level now? Uh, it's point, point zero 0.01, Turtle. Try, right. try something else. I'm going to stand up on my hind flippers. I'm going to flex my pecs. They're there. Don't at me. And I'm gonna do the the wrestler that does the RKO. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about. I'm doing that pose. Everybody in production knows that guy. All right, okay. Um, All right. What's my power level now? Bing, bing, Flexing. Bing, 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 bing. Uh, ooh. Uh, point zero zero nine. It went down, turtle. Oh, what? Uh. Turtle, what? <laughs> turtle, you sick? <laughs> turtle, no. Hold on, let me cough in my flipper. Uh, blood. No, Turtle. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go lay down. No, Turtle, you need to go to a hospital. Don't just go lay down. I'm not going to some quack vet. I'm out of here. The vet, the vet is not a duck person. <laughs> He's a goose person. It's so, it's so Look, bad. I was born at a different time, okay? <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. Oh, Turtle. I forgot that. I can't. I feel bad now. I'm Turtle. I can't I can't go down that route. Turtle, I'm going to chalk this up to you having a fever, and that's that's going to be a wrap for today. I think we got it. I think we got it with the fins. Okay, Turtle? Who, anyone got any Evian? Uh, there's probably one in your trailer, Turtle. Oh, it's so far away. <laughs> could somebody get Turtle his <laughs> I'm not palette? a land Turtle. Could, so- <laughs> could somebody get Turtle his palette and, uh, and palette pusher? Uh, Jeffrey, you push a mean palette. Yes, sir, Mr. Turtle, sir. To, to your quarters, sir. You know it. Zora. And see. That Hollywood life. Mm, turtle. Man, envious. Shell's always waxed on the other side, though. That's what they say. Vince, I have a very unscientific, uh, I guess, quiz. Mm. You know, a lot of people ask what their power level might be, and I think I've cracked the code. This isn't research. No. This all came from my brain. So I'm going to ask you a few questions, and we'll determine your power level. Now, the ba- the baseline for this power level is five. Okay. Farmer with a gun. Yes. Smoking farmer with a gun. <laughs> he was smoking. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask you a few questions, and we'll see. Uh, question one. Do you currently have a gun in your hand? <laughs> uh, No. Okay, that's not looking good so far. Dang it. Have you ever trained in any sort of martial arts? Uh, When I was six. Karate. Still counts. All right. Yes. Uh, Do you get winded going upstairs? Does it matter how many flights? We'll say two. Two flights of stairs. Slightly? 
All right. I'll, I'll, we, there could be decibels. That's fine. Okay, good. Woo. Um, do you smoke the cigarettes? No. Don't okay. touch the stuff. All right, Vince. I am proud to announce that you have a power level, according to this very scientific process, where, except for the gun thing, each item either gave or deducted a point. <laughs> Your power level was 1.5. Yes! More power than turtle! I know. You could take a turtle. It's Can you take a turtle? Because <laughs> the, the farmer with a gun has got... He's got you. I'm he's sorry. got me. He's got a gun. That's most people. He's so powerful. I think I laid out that pretty well. Give us your power level. Yeah, give give us your power level based on those questions. I would, I would say for each year of martial arts, you can add a multiplier... And for uh, each gun you have, you could add a multiplier. <laughs> so while Turtle's being depressed about his power level, Yajirobe shows up, uh, complaining about how far they are from his place. He's he's real pissed. But he just goes there to explain, hey, Corrin, he knows what's going down, and he wants all you Z-boys to gather up and come train at Corrin Tower. You go tell him. Bye. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Oh, on top. I'm sorry. On top of, I guess Baba told Corin, who inf- then told Yajirobe. Yeah, it feels like there's a weird game of telephone happening. Yeah, this is this is where they learn that Goku doesn't want to be brought back. Right. Until until the Saiyans come, and that's that's all Yajirobe's there to do, to make his guest appearance, which was fun, which I enjoyed. I miss him. Uh, what I wrote down because he gives Krillin. An insult. Oh, yeah. He Yajirobe calls Krillin a nearsighted cue ball head. Why? Like, Listen to me, nearsighted cue ball head. You guys got to get to Corn Tower and bring that uh, uh that y- yammer guy. <laughs> he can't pronounce anybody's name. <laughs> He's like, uh, yammer and Tinan and uh, Chuzu or whatever. I don't care. <laughs> Corn's making me trade with you guys, too. I don't want to. I told him, no way I'm fighting no alien Saiyans. Yeah, Jerobi, I just, one, I just met you. This is crazy. Why'd you insult me? I barely know you. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to do my favorite Rebecca Black song. Mm, I think you're thinking of Carly Rae Jepsen. Shut up, you dumb cat. <laughs> what do you know about music? I'm not a, yeah, Jerobi, do you need help? It sounds like you're going, you, you, seems like you lost a lot of empathy. Uh, you're calling people dumb cats when we're humans. Uh, 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 okay, fine. Uh, Reveal your truth. Come on. My truth is, my truth is, um, my truth is, I'm sick and tired of everybody trying to figure out what my truth is. I'm out of here. Uh, Come to Corn Tower. Deflection. Uh, he's, well, he's gone. <laughs> well, I'm glad. Well, that's going to be the biggest surprise we had today. What's that coming into the distance? Oh, shit. Krillin! And... And... Scene. Because who's coming over the horizon? Chi-Chi. Ox King. Everyone at Kame House freaks out. Roshi exclaims with his pitiful 139 power level. <laughs> I still haven't written the letter! <laughs> <laughs> we, we did skip a bit with Chi-Chi and Ox King, but I think that's fine. I mean, it was just them driving, and the only thing that I was going to point out about that was that uh, Ox King burned down his own um, castle. Oh, Ox King fucking smokes. Because he's a smoker. <laughs> it, it was insurance fraud. 
<laughs> That's how he got to keep his kingdom. So with that footnote, uh, it's time for commercial. Hey there, it's me, Yajirobe. Uh, so Corin and I, we we spend a lot of time on the tower, and uh, we don't always have a lot of things to do besides eat beans. So Corin decided that we should do something like a like a podcast or, or whatever. So uh, I was like, you you dumb cat! I don't I don't know how to do a podcast. I don't know what the first thing to do in a podcast is. And then you would have guests like that. that uh, cue ball guy, and then uh, his his weird old grandpa, and that uh, uh, fortune teller, Bibbidi Baba, or whatever. Uh, I need help. Uh, what what's this? Uh, just showed up on my my news feed. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, this crazy cool podcast that I'm just now hearing about. <laughs> Kame House Party is doing a panel at TechoCon. Oh, TechoCon. The Deco Steel, Steel Sword, Sword Food. Uh, but uh, you can go check out their panel. Uh, it's it's uh, it's somewhere between April 2nd and 5th in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, it's TechoCon. They're doing a panel where they teach you how to do podcasting. And just like me, I could I could learn I could learn the ins and outs of the industry, and I could make a bunch of money and buy buy a ton of food, and finally m- move out of this cat's house. I, Stupid cat corn makes me eat beans, cultivate beans. I don't want to. I don't want to train. I don't want to fight. I want to be a podcaster, and I'll learn at TechoCon 2020 at uh, Aaron and Vince's Comet House Party panel, uh, talking about how to do a podcast. April second to the fifth, or whatever. I don't care. I'm Yadier Ruby. Goodbye. No, I'm done cutting the promo. You stupid cat. Uh, oh, I left it on. Uh, bye. Once Chi-Chi and Knox King arrive on the island, they're there, by the way, if you forgot mm-hmm. during the commercial. Um, I do like that Ox King is very respectful to Roshi. He bows. Uh, and I love the, because, I don't know, Ox King in the car versus Ox King on land, bowing to Master Roshi. Remind you how massive Ox King is. He's like the size of the house as he's bowing. <laughs> Yeah, he hasn't shrunk like in Super yet. No, he hasn't slimmed down. He didn't get on keto yet. <laughs> Ox keto. Nope. Nope. Move on. Well, that sounds that sounds like a martial arts. It also sounds like one of my favorite uh, fast casual Mexican restaurants in New York City, <laughs> Ox Edo. We noticed that Moe's and Chipotle are popular. Maybe us too. It seems like the logic behind that restaurant. It, it seems like the logic behind every fucking restaurant, especially in the in the city. It's like, oh, that uh, that fast casual grain bowl place. We'll do it a little bit different by giving us a different name. Guys, Subway started this whole thing where mm-hmm. you see all the ingredients and just you just point and grunt. Yep, <laughs> like a, like 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 a Neanderthal. Just you have a <laughs> desire for food, but you cannot communicate it well. <laughs> And then, and then the worst part is now it's become so normalized that people get upset when their orders aren't what they like, aren't what they expected. It's like, bitch, you made the thing. You said you 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 told them every step. You said mango and scallions was a good idea. Roshi, who honestly should have done this in the first place, he's the adult. 
with his hand behind his head anime style, he says, well, you know, Goku died and he's training another world, but also uh, Gohan is training with Piccolo. <laughs> and this news makes Chi-Chi faint. So in yours, he actually said the words. Which words? Like, does it do the subtitles denote what he's telling them? Oh, yeah. He tells them, yeah, both things about her son and her husband. So in my version, very strangely, it's like, because it pulls out a little bit in that shot. Am I am I remembering correctly? Because it, it, it pulls out and then it's just like Roshi murmuring. Then it cuts back into Chi-Chi fainting. Oh. Which is very odd. Is that what happened? That's what happened. Maybe. I feel like I got a clear. I feel like he clearly said what I, happened. I just know in mine, it's like it's Roshi with the back of his head. He's just like, and then it cuts to Chi Chi. He's like, "You let my son go with that green monster." Uh, and then Oxy's like, "I hope Gohan's okay." That that's mm. what tripped me up. I was like, "Holy crap! Uh. Why wouldn't they just let us hear it?" <laughs> I could, Roshi's like, uh, Chi-Chi's an adult. I have to speak to her like an adult from a Peanuts cartoon. Exactly. It's the only way she'll understand. That's it for Kame House in, a, in this episode. But the party's still going because it's dusk again where Gohan is. He's still on the mountain. He's still starving. Uh, he is yelling at a herd of stampeding triceratops to get him down for the mountain. <laughs> And I hate him so much right now. I know. I know. I was like, this kid is, like, what? <laughs> this, this is serious. And he's very much, like, he's trying to be polite, too. He's like, hello, will you help me? He's like, no. They're stampeding. We're busy. Harry, you hear this kid yelling at us? We're trying to cause a ruckus. Yeah. How else will we aerate the field? This is, look, we're all horny as hell. Yeah. This is our mating ritual for yeah. Triceratops. Yeah. We're all horny. Yeah, we're very horny. This is the only way. This is the only way we get our rocks off and our horns <laughs> and our horns in, if you know what I mean. I mean, why do you think we got three horns? Hey-o. 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 Ah. Uh, wait, get uh, the kids watching. We got, this is ruining it. We got a stampede somewhere else. Yeah, all right, stampede. There's a pervert. Yeah, there's some fucking perv trying to look in an orgy. Pervert, pervert. We're out. And scene. You don't know what Triceratops do. You don't know how they think or sound or act. Uh, you dinosaurs could have been the horniest animals on the planet. <laughs> how do you know? Yeah, maybe it was their libidos that made them extinct. Yeah. Twas beauty that killed those beasts <laughs> with two backs. And look, if you if you sit there and watch one of those David Attenborough documentary series in the in the sweeping plains of Africa, you watch those water buffaloes, you know, you know where they're going. They're going to fuck town. <laughs> that's why they that's why they they herd. They go from one area to the next. They go from one area to eat, then the other to bang. You can't bang where you eat. Yeah. That's there's a, there's a say, that, that's how the saying goes. If, the re if restaurants have taught me anything. <laughs> and also the law. Yeah. 
if Aaron's multiple restrictions <laughs> from Denny's would indicate. Aaron gives new meaning to the term hash browns. I was going to say Grand Slam. Ah, better, better, better. Or a, or a moon's over my, No, oh, that's IHOP. I yeah, believe, it's IHOP. Right? Mm-hmm. Internatural home of infinite pancakes. <laughs> Gohan has a tussle with a squirrel mm-hmm. over an apple core. And the squirrel kind of shows him how to get down, which doesn't come into play at all. <laughs> so why did we see this? <laughs> Precisely. I wrote it's that in my up notes. Nothing. I wrote up that I wrote that in my notes. I was like, this chipmunk setup was pointless. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing to know is that the moon is full. But before we get into what happens to Saiyans when the moon is full, we have to get to little Gohan taking a pee. And I only mention this because Piccolo, as he watches All from right. his perch, says, quote, urinating, huh? And that's it. Wait. Oh, come on. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> like, like he's the dude next to you at the urinal who for some reason wants to strike up a conversation. Uh, and, and just just so we give the listeners who may not uh, spend as much time in men's rooms as we do. Oh, uh, yes, 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 yes. Has that happened to you? Where somebody tries to strike up a conversation while you're uh, uh, ma- manhood in hand, so to speak? I don't remember any specifics. I definitely remember somebody just be like, so... Being, huh? And I, was just, and I was like, I was like, yeah. I was wow, like, that yeah. literally happened to that you. That literally happened to me. Somebody came up next to me peeing. Uh, luckily, it had like the divider, and like, oh, thank God. I was not looking at this person, and he just pedals on up next to me. Why would you? I don't know. You look straight ahead. Yeah. They go peeing, huh? Yeah. Then I left. I washed my hands, washed my hands, <laughs> and left. Like Pawnee's pilot. Uh-huh. I don't want nothing to do with this. <laughs> I have not gotten that specific, but I think my encounters have always been someone will pull up next to me. And look, they are they're for all these people are 40 plus. Oh yeah. There is no young man. <laughs> There's no some dude in his 20s coming in on a hoverboard. Saying, at, t- complimenting on your radical piss. Yeah. They're, I think the ones I usually get are they'll make an observation, but then make it like a question, and then you feel the heat as they turn their gaze towards you, yep. expecting you to engage. And it's just like, Haha, yeah, zip, goodbye. <laughs> yeah, even if you're not done, your body your body recoils. It is, it is a fence mechanism. I, I really like Piccolo's reaction to, to Gohan being in yours, uh, because in mine, he just goes, what is he doing? That makes more sense. <laughs> Piccolo, so clearly, Piccolo's don't pee. Piccolo's don't pee. We, we, we don't know if Piccolo's sleep. Yeah, Namekians don't need a urinal. Yeah. I tried to find a rhyme, but I couldn't. Sorry. Uh, N- Namekians don't need a urinal. Or, an, or an alliter- a better alliteration. Yeah, uh, uh, maybe maybe by the end I'll come up with something. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll just shout 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 it out towards the pot. Shout it out. Yeah, you, you could think of one audience. Because <laughs> the way he said it in mine, at least what I interpreted, is that there was like amusement, like oh, I wonder what that's like. 
<laughs> Liquids just come out. <laughs> you got a little finger down there. That's weird. Like a uh, scary movie four. <laughs> they pee from their hands. Oh, Vince. Goodbye forever. <laughs> I'm out of here. And then Leslie Nielsen's like, oh, you too, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a terrible millennial. That's my, that's what I think is funny. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie Nielsen is very funny. It's very dad humor, but uh, it's very funny. <laughs> Remember when Kevin Hart and Anthony Anderson, that's what they did was scary movies. Movies. Yeah. Now they're weirdly respected. Anthony Anderson and has one of the most respected sitcoms in ABC history with Blackish. It has two spin-offs. Two. In this day and age, it's insane <laughs> that your entire lineup of shows is based off one show. It's ridiculous. Look, we have to we got to get to the main the main event. Yes. The the bee and bananas. Go after he's had a good urine, sees the moon and he he loves it. He's like, "Wow, full moon. Never seen that before." It's incredible. Ah, oh, shit. I don't feel so good. I'm turning into a hairy person. Yeah, you get that weird heartbeat sound that Vince is so good at. But Gohan turns into a great ape. And Ozaku? Yeah, I think it's Oza- Ozaru. Ozaru, you're right, you're right. Turns into an Ozaru. I'm going to cut that bit out so people think I'm smart. <laughs> and Piccolo, who has never seen this before, freaks the fuck out. Oh, as yeah. well he should. The most honest reaction in the episode is Piccolo going, why did this happen? <laughs> this is not First water, and now he's a giant ape. Humans don't make any sense. <laughs> his weight, sort of, in his weight and activities, sort of smash the mountain, and that's how he gets down. And then he just starts Godzilla-ing everything. Oh, yeah. Shooting energy beams out of his mouth, uh, beating his chest, a la a King Kong. Piccolo, uh, then he remembers what Raditz was talking about with the full moon. He's like, well, there's only one thing to do. He tells the moon to, quote, get lost. <gasps> and then shoots an energy blast at it, destroying the moon. Oh, that is beautiful. Piccolo, best, one of the most well-written characters in all of <laughs> entertainment. Get lost. Get lost. And then he, he blows up the moon. <laughs> Out of my way, nerd. <laughs> XYZ, moon. <laughs> this is an A-B trading session, so see your way out of it. <laughs> I think we've covered the effects of a non-moon. Yep. In some of our earlier episodes, I don't think we need to cover it. Yeah. I think we're good on covering what happens next. Yeah, the the Earth, the Earth apparently can handle it. Yep. I did want to uh, reference it, Piccolo during the whole destruction sequence is saying like, if I don't do something, there's not going to be an earth left for the Saiyans to conquer or whatever. That's right. He's just given the stakes to how strong Go- Gohan is in this form. But without a moon, it's, it's nothing. Cause he immediately shrinks back down. Piccolo understanding that the tail's the thing that he needs to get rid of. He pulls it out and it just looks gross. Cause it looks like a little Duke. Yep. Sticking out in the wrong place. <laughs> Then he gives him, he's like, I'm going to give you some clothes because, hey, if Kami can do it, why not me? Quote, I think I'll provide him some clothes and a sword at no charge. I'll let you have the same design as your father's, although the character may be a bit different. 
Golly. That, that's a fun line of dialogue to deliver. I don't care what language you're speaking it in. Here's some um, clothes. I won't. Ch- I won't charge you. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> in mine, it is. It, it's definitely more Western than like. I won't charge you. He's like, here's some clothes. Don't say I didn't give you anything, kid. I gave you your uh, dad's colors, but the symbols from my camp. And then he flies away. I didn't recognize it as the demon symbol, but it is right. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know why it threw me off. I mean, he before he flies off, he's like, I'll also turn you into an outstanding demon clansman. Ooh, yeah. He is adopt this is he's adopting Gohan. Yeah, this is the moment where uh Piccolo's solidifying that he's like, This kid is mine now. Yeah. I I literally marked him. <laughs> One of the best father-son relationships in all of anime. <laughs> We're seeing the the bud, the relationship begin. Think how okay. Think of how many, uh, let's get sad for a second. Think of how many father figures you have in your life. Uh-huh. Gohan has, he's four, he has two already. Yeah. Two strong ones who are the epitome of their, I guess, species. Mm-hmm. That's a strong foundation for a young man. No wonder he turns out to be, well, well-adjusted, I guess. Oh, yeah, a well-adjusted. Surprisingly you say, well-adjusted. You could say, like, part-time savior, full-time scholar. It is extremely surprising how well adjusted <laughs> Gohan is after I don't know everything, <laughs> all of the horrific things he's seen, <laughs> the murders of his friends and family. Yep, multiple times to multiple members. <laughs> That's how the episode ends. Piccolo flying off, vowing to come back in six months. See how oh, that yeah. boy Goku Gohan survives. Yeah, this is his last bit of help. And then they do a, l- a little symmetry by showing Gohan sleeping and Goku sleeping as they're undergoing their training, so to speak. Vince, we have mail. Mail! Uh, first, got to give a shout out to Kill Cam Army to you. There's a four in there. Uh, on PlayStation Network, he writes, Holy shit, okay, you're not going to believe this, but I'm on episode 66 of Kame House Party Podcast. And it was the part where you tell us to give Aaron an applause because he did so good um, on the One Minute Roundup. You said, I know it's weird, but hey, maybe you'll see somebody clapping to themselves too. And you'll be and you'll both look at each other and become best friends. Well, I'm on the train and saw some random dude on the lower level. I'm on the top clapping to himself. Maybe he was listening to something else. But I like to think that we're best friends. (laughs) Now I'm going to ask him if... (laughs) And now I'm going to ask him before I get off my stop. I want I want Kill Cam to uh, to hit us back. Let us know if oh, that person that was work? indeed listening to our podcast as well, and if you both became BFFs because that would be rad. <laughs> that would be insane. The power of the internet. Mm-hmm. The the good part of the internet. That's that's the good power of the internet. That's what we thought we were going to get. <laughs> <laughs> that's what. That's what. Uh, those college professors promised us all those years ago. The appeal of all those AOL chat rooms mm-hmm. was was friendship. Friendship. Researcher extraordinaire, power listener Nick wrote to us again uh, a few items from their email. First, they referenced a joke we tried to do, emphasis on try, <laughs> uh, where we just replaced Swamp Thing with the Wild Thing song. Uh, and then they sent us a link 
because I, and I forgot about this in the Swamp Thing cartoon from the nineties, the theme song is in fact, wild thing, but they just say swamp thing. (laughs) So we were, were about 30 years too late. I think dang done beat us to the punch. Look, everything that's old is new again. So I'm down with it. So I, I don't think Vince, you've seen this link, but I will send this to you. Oh, yeah. Audience, look up the Swamp Thing cartoon theme song. You'll you'll get what we're saying. And then for a little bit of trivia, they write, this is the first time Krillin and Yajirobe meet. This is pretty amazing because Yajirobe was originally created because Toriyama felt guilty because the Japanese voice actor for Krillin and Yajirobe, Mayumi Tanaka, was worried about unemployment following Krillin's death by tambourine. This is why upon meeting Yadrobi in the manga, Goku says that Yadrobi sounds like Krillin, which also happened in the anime. So he he created a character to give a dude a job? Yo, that's cool. Uh, I like that. That's respect. Yeah. Doing it for the people. He's a job creator. Mm-hmm. Toriyama 2020. Toriyama 2020. Oh, my goodness. Please first become a naturalized citizen. Mm-hmm. Quickly. Step quickly. One. <laughs> Very quickly. <laughs> If nothing else, that campaign art is going to be... Oh, chef's kiss on that campaign art. President Toriyama. Sensu beans for everybody. The the motorcade would be a lot cooler. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We finally get those crazy walkers he's always drawing. Yeah, I'm tired of these vehicles with wheels. Give me legs. Give me legs. Make them look like me. (laughs) (laughs) Last email from Jake. Uh, Who's a power listener at this point? Yeah. You know, yeah, Jake's a power listener. Subject of the email, the forgotten tale, question mark, followed by the message of this email. Evening, fellas. I would like to propose a story of a passionate young samurai whose master and brothers in arms were massacred by an up-and-coming bovine-based warlord. Forced to the life of the ronin, he quickly finds comfort in exotic foods and lots of it, until he gets wind of a child with a monkey tail, extinguishing the flames of the warlord's mountain. It doesn't take long for the ronin to track down the child and gain his trust, even assisting the child in defeating several enemies. Soon it was time to strike. The warrior had entered a fighting tournament he had learned about from the monkey boy, donned a disguise, and was ready for retribution. Unfortunately, the warlord was no dummy. He knew the warrior was close and that he could not best him in his old age. The warlord quickly married his only child of the backwoods monkey child and fled, later faking his death in a castle fire. As for the ronin, after missing his shot, depression quickly took hold, and he retired to bean farming with a friend. To this day, the oxen warlord only leaves his obscure home to visit his daughter and grandsons, and the lonesome warrior has no idea that redemption is still within his reach. Whoa. Mm. Look, we all know that (laughs) Yajirobe is a samurai, but what your book presupposes is that Ox King killed his clan? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. A bovine warrior? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's... Where's our prequel? Where's our Ox King, Gohan, I mean, Grandpa Gohan prequel? And Gohan and Grandpa Gohan just watched. Grandpa Gohan, he just watched. Just sit, just hitting on tall ladies. <laughs> Love, loving tall gals. <laughs> thank you for this very good bit of lore. That is some Jake. deep stuff. Yes, thank you very much. We love all of our listeners. We love everyone who writes in. 
you're all equal in our eyes. This is the democracy of a podcast. And if you want to write to us, uh, you can do so by writing to us at KameHousePartyPod at gmail.com. You can find us on all the social medias, even on PlayStation Network, which is a social media. Mm-hmm. There's media and it's social. Mm-hmm. The two requirements. <laughs> if you see anyone applauding on a train, please talk to them. You know, go up to them, ask them about Kame House Party. Keep spreading the word. That's the best way for us to grow and get more fans that you can possibly meet on your commute. That's the goal. We want so many podcast listeners that you all end up meeting on your commutes. <laughs> we want a Kame House Party section on the New Jersey Transit. Ooh, you have, baby. You have the quiet car. And then you had the Kame, Kame House, House Party, Party car. car. Oh, that yeah. car is always hopping. Always hopping. Always rocking. Not repaired well. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the oldest car. It's in shambles. <laughs> yes. It's an old-timey but, caboose. <laughs> but, but good company. Great company. <laughs> Freezing in the winter. Too hot in the summer. And look, no matter if you are viciously looking for other people who are listening to the same podcast as you or you're tracking down the bovine creature that killed your entire clan, <laughs> you gotta keep five.